Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. Welcome to episode 98 of the Business Breakthrough Podcast. My guest today is Chris Tavish. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thank you so much, Esty. It's great to be here. Well, I am quite excited to have you, and I love your business name. Guys, Chris's business is, oh, it's not his business. His book is the name that I like, Comediology. I just think it's such a great name. Uh, but it's in his Venture West, and he is a Silicon Valley business professional, active stand-up comedian, and as I just said, author of the book, Comediology, which is just such a cool name. How to be more effective and fulfilled in business with principles learned from stand-up comedy. Now, there's an incongruous hook that you don't hear every day. So he's the co-founder of Venture West Consulting in Silicon Valley, whose mission is to help organizations create meaningful strategies and bring them to reality. Uh, that's that's big. We're going to poke that. Venture West has helped many Fortune 500 companies like Kaiser Permanente, Cisco Systems, Veritas Software, Petco, Juniper Networks, just to name a few. He started out in stand-up about 2020, 2010 out of desperation to bring more joy into his career and life. And after taking his own happiness into consideration, he left his executive position and began consulting using his unique comediology concepts with the corporate world. He noticed the difference in his clients and wrote his book to share his techniques with other corporate citizens who felt ineffective or unfulfilled in their career. And he continues to perform stand-up in the San Francisco Bay Area where he lives with his wife and three kids. So yeah, I just love the word comediology. I love when we create our own words and make concepts out of it. So even though I really want to poke the vagaries of what your company does, I first would love for you to just tell me, what does comediology mean? Like, how do you define that new word you've created? Yeah, I'm, Esty, I just have to say, I'm super impressed that you just made all that stuff up. That's that's amazing on the fly. I can't believe all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You should have well heard done. one time when I read, oh, this was really fun. So Dr. Seuss, this is a completely random tangent, but it, it's worth going here. So Dr. Seuss's Oh, the Place Does You'll Go. So I had been teaching, um, I did summer camps for a long time, and I had been doing these classes for the staff, just for fun, personal development classes at night. And at the very end, I read Oh, the Places You'll Go but I improvised half the book on the fly as I was reading it. And I wish it was recorded. It was the coolest thing ever. Like I just remember being blown away myself and, and to this day having no idea what I said then. But I digress. Thank you for the compliments. What yeah, well, uh, you bet. Um, yeah, so Dr. Seuss rap, I love it. Um, yeah, so comediology is, uh, you know, so I, I was trying to figure out how best to talk about comedy concepts in a business uh, business domain, right? So it's, you know, comediology, there's a lot of comedy books out there that are a lot of fun. They don't have much business value. There's a lot of business books out there that, you know, aren't really a lot of fun. And so comediology is the bridging of those two worlds. And so it's comedy, but in a, in a business, in a useful way that we can actually take and use in our everyday 
in our career in our everyday lives. So that's what that 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 word and it's the literally uh, defined in the book um, as you know the applying successful comedic techniques traditionally used to amuse, entertain, or make an audience laugh to your regular occupation, profession, or trade to enhance your daily effectiveness, fulfillment, and joy. That's that's the definition of community. I love that. That is so awesome. So, okay, with that, I'd love to hear more how you got there. Like, I, I got the blur part. Like, it sounds like you were working in corporate yourself, not super thrilled, looking for more light in your life, and you found this, but there's a lot between those lines. Yeah, there, there definitely is, and it's, it's, it was completely a journey, and I will say almost an unintended journey. It was a journey into the unknown. It was almost a you know, going to work every day, just like, oh, and I, I use this analogy a lot. It's for those Star Wars fans, especially. I was kind of like a stormtrooper. You know, I was kind of like, okay, get in there and, and uh, pillage that those people, you know, just go ahead and mm-hmm. take their money. And, and, and well, why are we doing this? Because the emperor said so. Now get back to work. <laughs> I was like, well, this, <laughs> this is horrible. Like, I'm not fulfilled. I'm not having fun. And just doing it because of, you know, the powers that be said to do it. And so because of that desperation, right, I had to find something that brought me joy. And comedy always brought me joy. And so I started doing, I'll say, closet stand-up comedy because I was in such a left brain, you know, tight world, if you will, that I, I didn't really feel that ability to go out and experiment so I had to do it you know like kind of like do a an open mic here and open mic there I actually used a pseudo name and over time I was like this I was really enjoying it I, I failed miserably by the way initially but <laughs> after a while I got, I got and uh, then I realized a lot of these things that I used to get good in comedy actually worked in the business world and then I found myself enjoying the business world giving me the courage to start my own business and it just sort of came together and that's, you know, a process over, over 10 years. But, uh, but yeah, it all started with just the, I got to do something to find a joy in my life. That's all. I love that. So what are those things? What kind of things make you good in comedy that help business? Well, one of the first things, and that's kind of the construction of the book is, is it really goes through lesson by lesson. Uh, one of the lessons is I'll say finding your why. I know it's been talked about a, a lot, but in a, in a comedy context, I used to get up there, and Esty, it's funny, I, I don't know if you've ever tried this, um, you, you've, you've, somebody else has told a joke, and it was so funny, and it hit, and then you tried to tell the joke in another setting, and it just bombed. It doesn't it work, work at all. It was like, yeah, it doesn't yeah, work at all. Right. And you're just like, like <laughs> I know this was funny. And you always probably like, okay, this is really funny. This is really funny. And then you finish and you're like, okay, it was really funny when I heard it. I'm not sure what happened, but it was really funny. <laughs> well, welcome to stand-up comedy, Esty. That's like <laughs> So you're in the shower, you know, like, and you're like thinking, oh, I'm Sorry for that visual, by the way. But anyway, you're like, uh, you're like, oh, I'm I'm on the David Letterman show. This is awesome, or whatever. And and then you tell it in front of an audience, and it just it just bombs. Well, I used to think comedy was about bringing a what, a joke, a what to the audience, and that's that's what it was. It was regurgitating material. Well, over time, <laughs> embarrassingly, a lot of time, I realized it's not about that. It's about, uh, I, I got asked, like, why are you doing this? Because you really aren't very good at it. And I said, well, actually, I'm here because 
I love connecting with people and I love, I love bringing joy to people. It's like, well, why aren't you doing that? And you know, it's funny. Um, and I, I'm sure you've experienced this too, where you don't even have material, but you're just in such a good mood. You just want to bring joy to people. You have no material whatsoever and you make other people laugh or other people are laughing with you. That yeah. is what, for me, that, transformation and comedy happened. I knew my why up on stage. In fact, I even told the same jokes that bombed, but I told them in a way that I was like, oh, that was ridiculous. That isn't even funny. And people started laughing. And I, because I was there to connect with them and have fun and bring joy. So that's the comedy lesson. Uh, but then you apply that in business, right? So okay. How many times have we been in business like, you got to implement the software because the boss said so. Well, why are we doing this? Is it because we're trying to make salespeople effective, for example? Well, I could do that by not implementing the software <laughs> and just tell them, you know, just give them uh, a spreadsheet that I'm using that actually will save about 20 minutes on their day because it actually gives them preloaded leads as opposed to them having to type it in. Whatever the case may be, if you know the why, you can make every day effective and you can bring that every day. So one of the lessons of comedy that I took to, that I took to business and really took to heart and, and helped me uh, in that, in my career. That's awesome. I love that. And it's not just finding the why in the essence of what you do. It's kind of finding the why in every little thing you do. It's like, why am I doing this thing? And why am I doing that thing? Which, which is different, yeah. right? Cause you know, I'm like Simon Sinek's, you know, find your, it's not called find your why, but whatever it's called, his why book. Um, it's like that essential why. And I teach something similar, but different about core branding concept, which is bringing your why into the essence of your marketing. And I, I like this concept as well, which is kind of bringing your why into the everyday things that you may or may not be interested in doing, you know, and having kind of a meaning and a, a deeper motivation behind them other than, well, I'll get a paycheck at the end of the week. Yeah, because if you find your why, uh, you can apply that to any what that you are doing. I mean, even mundane tasks, yeah. like if you, it, you know, if you're really doing it, it, imputing your why into what you're doing, you will find joy in that moment. You, it, it's amazing and it, it's, a, it's transformational. Totally. All right, cool. What else? Uh, another example is, you know, um, you've got to, you've got to feel it to make them believe it. So this is something that comedy is, I find this to be magical about comedy. Uh, if you are a lot of times in, in the world, we are so caught up in our left brain. So a lot of times in business, you'll be asked, Hey, you know, we need to run this analysis. We need to figure out a pro versus a con we need to do. Um, should we buy, should we build something? And so, a lot of people immediately resort to, I need to go out and do an industry analysis. I need to go out and talk with uh, the powers that be, or I need to look up this research. They're in their left brain. Okay. And this is what I was kind of living to. This is outside of myself. This is what I found, but I didn't bring me to the equation. And the funny thing about comedy is if, uh, if, you know, if I tell you something that, hey, you need to go do an analysis, you're actually doing research and you're stuck in your left brain and you're looking for outside of yourself for answers. But if I, if I say, for example, uh, my daughter came up to me and she said, she said, Daddy, I love cats. And sometimes, Daddy, I wish you were a cat. And I was <laughs> like, well, <laughs> why do you wish Daddy was a cat? And she goes, because then I'd have a cat. 
Oh my gosh, that is adorable. How old is she? And okay, so that that actually happened. It's it's a joke, but the funny thing is, whether you laughed or you didn't, you had to look inside yourself. You yourself, and that is you. That's the essence of you saying, "I like this. I don't like this. This is my preference. This is not my preference." And so, that process of comedy forces you to look inside. It forces you to say. There's something in here. There's something in here that is not only powerful, it's present, but it has an authority. And so when we're out there in business, you know, we, we forget to bring our presence to the table. We're so caught up in our left brain. But what inside of us is, is, is our preference? What do we think? You know, it's when you go to that, uh, when, you, when you're talking to a salesperson and they say, well, we offer 25 different versions of napkins. You're like, great, that tells me nothing. But they're like, this is what I believe in, and here's why. You're like, ah, got it. That's what I want. That's what people want. They want to connect. That They want that from the other person, and comedy helps us get there. It reminds us that there's something inside of us. I like that. That's cool. I don't understand how it ties into the cat joke, though. <laughs> well, any like joke, concept, any joke, any joke, you good, yeah. <laughs> any joke because it's personal. I'm like trying to understand because I love comedy. Um, I really, uh, one of the things on my bucket list is just to do an improv course and maybe even to do stand up. Um, I think I'm funny, but you know, you never know until <laughs> so you get up there and no, nobody I, laughs at you. Yeah, um, trust me, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's any, any, any joke that you listen to, you, you don't have to look outside yourself to say, is it funny or is it not? Internally, you just know, and that's you, right? right? You don't need to look up, yeah. You either feel it's funny or you don't. Comedy's more of a exactly. feeling, it's not left brain. It's, it's not like, do I think this is funny? It's like either you're, you're brought to laughter or you're not. Right, exactly. Either you laughed at the cat joke or you didn't. I totally did. Or you're I still did. scratching your head, what the hell is he talking about? But one of the, but it's inside yourself. It's inside. That, and I think anyone who has kids would laugh at that because anyone who has kids has heard kids say really funny things. Like my two-year-old at one point, not that long ago, was hysterically crying, hysterically crying. And we're trying to figure out what he's saying. And he, we finally get it out of him. He's like, Daddy, oh, let me play with the knives. <laughs> He said what? I see he was crying and what? And he, he said, Daddy won't let me play with the knives. He was completely distraught. <laughs> and he meant it in every genuine sense. It, it was like as if someone had beaten him up. Like he was crying like someone harmed him, you know, deeply because he wasn't allowed to play with the sharp knives. Um, but it was so funny. And I feel like anyone with kids, like just kid jokes are funny if you've experienced just fun kid things. So I feel like that's why I laughed at the kid joke. But, okay. Well, so and, I and another a, thing, yeah. another... Another, yep. just, to, just to segment into another truth about, um, a, another lesson about comedy, and the reason that people love comedy is comedy is truth. I mean, it's funny yeah. to think that, yeah, like, he really wanted to play with knives. <laughs> he really wanted to play like with that. knives, and he saw no difference yeah. in the Play-Doh. It's like saying my brother took my Play-Doh. It's like daddy took my knives. And I'm very yeah. upset, and he needs you to get him back, please. <laughs> yeah, and he really meant it. And and my daughter would much rather have a cat than her dad at times. And that's what truth is. And that's what people love about comedy is it's true. If it's true, it resonates and makes us laugh. And that's the same thing in business. People can tell when 
you are, uh, other people are sugarcoating. They can tell when they're masking the truth. When people get out there and say, this is me, this is the truth, believe it or not, but this is what it is. People love that. And people have a lot of respect for that. And uh, so that another segmenting to another lesson in comedy. I like that. I like that. So here's something that I learned about comedy. I'm curious about your take on it. Um, like that proverbial guy, you know, the pompous businessman in his suit walking down the street who slips on a banana peel, right? Like old school slapstick, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Part of what I learned once was that what makes it funny is the incongruity. It's the juxtaposition of opposites, right? If it was like some like, you know, little kid and they're like prancing or not paying attention, they follow a banana peel, that's not funny. You're like, oh, I'm sorry, you know? But the incongruity of the large ego being, you know, laid flat by a little banana peel, there's humor in the, in the juxtaposition of the opposites. And, uh, and it's a concept that I actually bring to viral marketing as well, because it's a hook. It hooks our brains. We're like, wait, those two things don't go together. Hang on. Right. And either it makes you laugh or it makes you think, or it makes you look twice. I'm curious if this is something you found in your comedic journey. It, it absolutely is. And, and I, I like the way that you describe it, Esty. I, I, I described it a little bit uh, different, but I think it's the same thing. I think it's, it's similar. It's the element of surprise. It's like when you're watching a horror movie, um, you know, you're, you're, the main character is in there and she's looking and she looks in the bathroom mirror and nothing's there. And then she looks away and then she looks again and there's the monster behind her. It's like, oh my God, that scares us. Right. And so yeah. um, the same thing it's about in comedy is it's breaking an assumption. Uh, you look there, you assume the monster wasn't there. You look there then again, and there's the monster, the man slipping on the banana peel. He's a confident person. He can take anything. Whoop! there goes the banana peel. And it's, it's a, what, a lot of times what we do, and this really helps in business too, because in order to break an assumption, you need to get very clear on what the initial assumption is. So for example, um, if you make a statement, let's just say uh, my wife, ran away with my best friend. And then there's the statement, there's the, you know, and you assume a lot of things, but then you make another statement, I sure am gonna miss that dog. And so you, you, you break an assumption from what you initially thought and it surprises people, it hooks people. So absolutely, yes. And, 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 and so many applications to business because it forces you to, again, to get succinct and then it forces you, and then that surprise, that element of surprise, to your point, is what hooks your brain of like, wow, it makes you think. And uh, industries like advertising or marketing have really caught on to that effect, to, to that. But, but yeah. seemingly no other department in business really gets the fact that, hey, bringing levity to the situation, breaking assumptions that can actually get people engaged and get people uh, having fun. So uh, totally agree. Love it. All right, cool. Um, I, I feel validated. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, thank you so much for listening to part one of this episode. Stay tuned for part two going live Thursday. And of course, subscribe. You do not want to miss this. a lot of online courses out there and lots of online course academies. So when you want to learn something new, how do you choose? Well, 
It depends what you're looking for. And if you're looking for the best way to get a premium university level education, then edX is your answer. With over 100 million course enrollments and 152 global partners, you can learn everything from marketing, my personal favorite, to coding, languages, to management skills, and everything in between. You can pay for edX courses to get the full experience and earn verified certificates. But if all you need is to upgrade your skills or knowledge, many can be audited for free. So I don't know what you're waiting for. I checked out edX as soon as I heard this, and you should go right now, or whenever you're not driving, to sign up at edX with our link, www.edx.org slash breakthrough. That's www.edx.org slash breakthrough to get a special discount and access to incredible learning certifi certifications and even degrees. www.edx.org slash breakthrough. You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?